Welcome, everybody. This is Chris with Thrill of the Hunt, a collector's podcast. My co-host, Brian. Hi, you guys. Uh, hopefully, uh, you can see me. I know Chris is currently visually uh, not available for you at the moment, but it's something we're working on. This is our first ever kind of visual post to you guys, something with a little less editing and, and fanciness that we like to do with our, uh, with our normal podcast. Something just quick since there was so much news today, so many things going on today, today being May 28th, Thursday, uh, with all the news that we dealt with today, we wanted to talk about all those things and kind of go into detail about some other things that are coming up this week as well. So I'll turn it over to Chris to kind of lead us off. So we obviously got some big news from Hasbro today. And I know we've been getting big news in the toy front with the Fan First Fridays. We had the Power Rangers a couple of weeks ago. We had Marvel Legends last week with the uh, tease of, of the new HasLab project coming up as well. But today we got Star Wars, which as you know is bread and butter for Brian and I. But I think what's worth mentioning here is we're getting a packaging change. And so today we got a first look at that packaging change. And I think we got about, oh, what would I say? Like two waves of figures revealed yeah. today, Brian? Yeah, we have seven figures uh, from the Rebels. Obviously, we kind of had an idea those were coming. They had, been, uh, they had been officially teased by Hasbro quite a few times that they were re-releasing those. And Zeb's been sitting there waiting to be released for over a year. We've known he was coming. So we had those seven. We had another re-release, which you can see on the screen, um, with uh, the Black Series Snowspeeder, which we just got with the 40th anniversary with the beautifully new uh, done head sculpt. And uh, we also had, as you can see, already sold out, uh, is that wave Chris was just referencing with an Empire Strikes Back Vader, um, Tebow uh, from Return of the Jedi, um, our first Beskar armor Mandalorian figure that we got a uh, tease image of just a week or so ago. And uh, Admiral Akbar and his Return of the Jedi glory. As you can see, each of these have a specific coloring along the side to match along with the film they represent or series they represent. Obviously, Rebels um, has a purple design uh, color, blue for Empire Strikes Back. As you can see, my background today is uh, from Hoth, courtesy of Lucasfilm, giving us those wonderful backgrounds this year. Um, and so forth and so on. But uh, some really cool figure releases today. And I think it was a big surprise for everybody how many came out today as opposed to how few we've been seeing with recent releases from Hasbro. So it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it was a lot of figures today. I mean, after I added to cart and checked out and then posted <laughs> the news and saw my bill, I was like, whoa, that's a lot of figures. But I think it's I think it's important to mention here that the Mandalorian and Beskar armor sold out on Hasbro Pulse in seven minutes. Yes. It was up on Amazon very shortly and was sold out once. Sold came out back once. again. <laughs> yep. And sold out again. So I do believe uh, as of us putting this up, he is still available at Entertainment Earth. Yes. Uh, Dorkside Toys. And I'm not sure about Big Bad Toy Store. And just so you guys know, we are not affiliated with any of these companies. Correct. So we don't care where you go and get them. But if you need them, Absolutely. that's where you can go get them. Exactly. Yeah. We're all about helping the collector out. Um, so wherever it's available, take advantage of those resources. There's a lot of great retailers out there. They all do something special and different. 
the other the other one that sold out pretty quick was the Camino clone. I think he was. Oh yeah, he was the second quickest. Yeah. Yep. Shortly after uh, the Mandalorian, I'm kind of surprised. I, I'm not surprised about the stormtrooper, but I'm really kind of surprised about the uh, Admiral Akbar and Tebow. Now I know that those are both fan <laughs> favorite characters. You know, people have been wanting Ewoks in this line for a while, but. I wonder if the packaging is helping because of the way you can display that. Yeah. And we're not going to get into it here. We'll talk about it on, a, on an episode sometime where we can really get into it about packaging and opening and not opening. But in this case, I wonder if, if this drove people to buy two so they could open one and, and then store them together with the package. Because if you put them together, they actually make like a little mural. So like the arm of the Mandalorian is actually on the Stormtrooper box. So you have to put them together. Yeah, you can kind of see there in the picture. Some of the, you put them together and you get the the uh, the picture with all of the rebels there. And you know I what that think- reminds me of? You know what that reminds me of? If anyone remembers the VHS sets uh, for the original Star Trek films, the six films, yeah, had artwork on the side. It, re- it it's very reminiscent to that design work where you saw this nice homage uh, kind of painting if you will kind of mate painting of of the ships and space and everything and here you got the characters and you also have some of the elements of space and ships behind them at the top of the box yes it looks it looks gorgeous together and i'm not you know i open all my stuff but these boxes look great and it's funny because my wife and i were just talking over this last weekend about how stale the black series packaging (laughs) has gotten especially when you compare it to hasbro's other lines like the the lightning collection with the power rangers those boxes are gorgeous the marvel legends boxes are gorgeous and the black series has been doing this black box with the red side for close to five years now it's, it's yeah. definitely time for well, a change. Well, we did have that magical change between a blue line to an orange line. So this is a big step forward with, with, with colors, right? You know, yes. we're throwing in purples and oranges and yellows and blues. I, I'm excited that uh, that Hasbro is starting to put some, some work into the artwork. And uh, as Chris alluded to earlier, we might have an episode coming up talking about that concept of opening, unopening, what's art, what's not, packaging. We're, we're going to cover that topic in a future show. So stay tuned for that. The other thing I think before we move on here is that the Rebels characters, we've gotten all but Zeb before, but the updated Hera, Sabine, Ahsoka, and Kanan with the face print, with the face print technology. Oh, they look great. Yeah. So if you go to, I think it's Dorkside posted side by sides. And it's really noticeable. And I'm not a guy who likes to rebuy a figure I already have. In fact, I've kind of stayed away from when they've started the face print. I did do it with Yoda because that's my jam. And I did do it with Luke Bespin because that original Luke Bespin was horrible. Yeah, but I got to tell you, what a big difference. What a huge difference between the face print technology and the sculpt. Absolutely, yeah. As I'm trying to pull up uh, Dark Side Toys and uh, to see if uh, we can pull that image up pretty quickly here, and I think this is one of them right here. Yeah, is the Ahsoka. We can see the Ahsoka right here, and uh, we'll just use this as an example right here. Yeah, that is just amazing. As you can see on the left here, um, is the new sculpt versus the old scope. And you can see the amount of depth and shading that they're doing now. 
and it's really reminiscent in the Ahsoka and in the Hera, really. You can see the difference between those. It's yeah, I, really impressive. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought that the uh, the Kanan and the Ahsokas weren't too bad, but where I really stood out to me was with, with Hera and Sabine. But seeing them all, it's like, oh, I don't know if they did it with Ezra. I don't think they did, but oh, they the did. other ones, it's did they do it with Ezra too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... That's definitely giving me something Sabine. to think about. I know we wanted to look at that one. There we go. Oh, yeah. Look at the difference. Yeah, look That's at huge. the difference. I mean, the paint is just – and it's not just the face, guys. Look at the entire outfit. See, yep. the orange is a little bit darker. It's a little bit clearer. It's cleaner with its edges. And, I mean, it's really noticeable, the paint application as well as the face recognition is a, a, absolutely a light year – uh, better than it was before. Yep. So, I mean, if you want those, I would get them. Obviously, the first time they were out, I never had a problem finding any of the Rebels. They're still but I know available that- on Hasbro Pulse, all seven of them. Yes. Uh, and uh, I believe they're still available on Amazon and the other retailers you mentioned, like Dorkside Toys, um, um, and, as well as Entertainment Earth and, and all the big bad toys, or all those toy stores uh, that carry those lines of specialty stores that uh, support us collectors when we can't get them at the big box stores. The fan, the fan channels, I believe is what they That's refer right. to them now. Yep. That's right. The, the fan uh, channel stores, the case breakdown for the, the other one is really sweet too, because it's one each of all the, the other figures and two stormtroopers. So I think Build it's the those Luke. troops. Yep. The Luke, the Camino clone, the, the Mandalorian, of Beskar, Admiral Ackbar, Tebow, there's one other one, and then there's two stormtroopers. So it's like really a great case breakdown if you wanted to just get a case too. And what I find very interesting, and I wanted to bring up about the Camino Trooper, is that it is based off of the Clone Wars look uh, of the you know of that episode where they're going back to Camino. So I think that's really unique and cool, and I think that's probably what played into it selling out so quickly. You know. Um, I really was impressed uh, with uh, the fact that they're starting to do Black Series Clone Wars figures. You know, that that we've seen uh, Rebels um, Black Series, but we haven't seen a lot of Clone Wars Black Series. We've seen some Clone Wars TVC vintage collection, but not a lot of Black Series. Yeah, it's nice that they're going there. And they have their own color. Look for the yep. yellow. <laughs> So uh, let, let's let's switch it over from our, our Hasbro releases today for Star Wars, and let's change the subject a little bit to uh, a documentary that I think a lot of us toys and collectible hunters love so much is uh, the Toys That Made Us. Absolutely, I, I don't know how many times I've watched those episodes. <laughs> Me too. And uh, the toys that made us obviously followed up with the movies that made us. If you also yep. got to enjoy that during the Christmas time, during the fall. And, uh, you know, we're very excited. that I think they're going to have another follow-up group of movies that made us as well, like a follow-up season to that, much like they did with the toys that made us. But what's coming up after these that we know from Netflix? So we're getting, uh, and it's going to be through Amazon Prime and I believe on YouTube, it's it's called a toy store near you. And I believe it's, they're focusing on 50 different uh, individual privately owned toy stores. 
um, that you can go into and, you know, that you and I would go into and look for things on our own. And they're kind of playing up a little bit of it's going to be about, you know, um, obviously how hard they've been hit with with COVID-19 and not being able to be open and that kind of thing. But I think some of it's also going to be just showcasing these stores. And it's funny because watching the little promo, I can count like probably at least half a dozen of these stores that I've been to uh, across the country. And, and then another half a dozen that I'm like, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, I've heard of that one. So I think it'll be good. It'll give people exposure maybe to some stores that they don't know about. Um, but I mean, you know, obviously we have to support these, these local, uh, privately owned stores like this, otherwise they're not around and then you're forced to go to eBay. And in a lot of cases, I feel like, you know, while these stores need to make a markup, it's not an eBay markup. So, and they usually know what they're talking about versus eBay where someone's just in it to sell it. Absolutely. And one thing I want to point out is uh, what Chris is talking about is something we're going to cover in depth in our next episode, which will be coming in June um, in, just a, in just a couple of weeks, in, in two and a half weeks or so. Um, middle of June, we're going to be hitting with our second episode, um, which will be available on Podbean and iTunes and eventually on Google Podcasts. Um, and uh, we're going to be focusing specifically on where have the big box stores gone and thinking of the big box toy stores and kind of what has happened in the aftermath, which is talking about these 50 plus some odd small toy stores that are family run or local chains in different cities and states. So uh, we'll be digging a little bit deeper into that story. Yep. I'm looking forward to watching that. Me too. And I think and, what they said is they're going to do episodes as they become available. So I, I assume that they probably have a couple and in the can ready to go. Where can they find it? Well, the company that is supporting this venture is Nacelle Company. And uh, the best way to hear about these next episodes as they come is going to be by subscribing to the Nacelle Company YouTube channel. So if you're wanting to get in on this from the beginning and enjoy this next rendition, of the toys that made us documentary makers uh, next venture with a toy store near you make sure to follow the nacelle company on youtube couldn't have said it better <laughs> so which leads us to selfless promotion um on the thrill of the hunt collectors podcast uh <laughs> so if you haven't been to our facebook page what's stopping you well, um, as I get a notification from someone on Facebook, we're going to scroll on down and uh, we're going to show you guys where you can find our iTunes uh, link right here, um, where you can see all, and listen to all of our upcoming episodes, as well as see of our different posts where we're trying to help you, the collector out, or you just the toy enthusiast who is interested in purchasing some items uh, with pre-order links and helping out with information. Oh, what's this? Well, today, not only did we get some Hasbro news, but we got some news out of Japan uh, from Bandai Spirits and Tamashi Nation, who worked together to produce a line called SH Figuarts that started back in 2015 for Star Wars and a little bit further back for Marvel. But uh, we do have some really cool figures, two of which that were announced and launched pre-orders for today. One of which you can start pre-ordering right now here in the U.S. The link is right here on our Facebook page, which is the Mark I Iron Man. 
So, or they call the birth of Iron Man. As you can see, really cool, right? That thing looks insane, um, which is a staple of the SH figure arts, the ability to customize, be able to move the joints around, be able to really uh, get the most out of your displaying. That's one of the fun things about these type of figures. And the accessories that they give you in SH figure arts. So you can do scenes like, you know, the Mach 1 there, or Mark 1 there, blasting off. They give you those little pieces there that you can use to create the scenes. And usually they give you a plethora of hands too. Absolutely. And one of which will be a little bit more difficult for U.S. folks uh, here in the States to get their hands on will be the IG-11 uh, SH figure arts, which is a pretty cool looking figure. Obviously, we do have one here in the States already available to us in the hands of the Black Series. That was a, a uh, Best Buy exclusive. I know that hurts a little, a little close to home for Chris, uh, but... Yes, if you're wondering, Best Buy is sold out, and I did not grab one while they had them. They clearanced them, and they didn't clearance them for that much cheaper. I think it was yeah. like 17 bucks, but they're now sold out, so the only way to get them is on the secondary market. So if you want to help out Chris, feel free to get us one of those IG-11s from Best Buy. You <laughs> will be a great friend of the show. If you are able to work that out for for Mr. For, for, for Mr. Chris here, uh, but otherwise, let's let's give you kind of a quick look at the IG11. Um, obviously, posed next to the soon releasing uh, Mandalorian in his original armor before the Beskar armor change. Um, one thing that's really cool about this figure that I want to point out is all the pieces of the head are interchangeable meaning you can swivel it around like the Exorcist. So you can have a lot of fun with that. Not only can you swivel just the, his head, but each part of his head can be turned in different ways. And he comes with a knapsack, not a child, but he comes with a knapsack that you can put the child in that hopefully you pre-ordered before those went away. Um, and keep in mind, I just want to make it clear, SH figure art Star Wars figures are not excessively bought here in the United States due to um, the way licenses are set up for Star Wars. So I just want to make that clear. We are in no way endorsing you to go out and buy this uh, through any other means that are, you know, that are normally accessible for you to do so. There are a lot of Japan import companies that are allowed to sell these. I highly suggest you, if you're interested in, buy them properly through those resources. But keep in mind, these are not items that are readily available and sold in the United States. You'll need to purchase them in Japan. Yeah, and if you can get it through some of these sites, obviously you're going to pay a little bit more because you can't get it in the U.S. But you're also getting you're getting a you're getting a lot more for for your money. Uh, versus, you know, maybe a Black Series figure. Not that Black Series figures are bad. We love the Black Series here, but SH It's figure just a higher-end figure. There's more money put into making these. Yep. They're, they they're not as the mass-produced. They're not as mass-produced because some of these are handmade. They're not uh, produced in a factory. Um, Tamachi Nations literally uh, hand-paints some of these figures. There's a very limited run of these, um, especially these specifically that we're talking about, the Tamashi Web Store exclusives, they limit those. And as soon as they sell out, they sell out. Yep. They just take it to the next level. Yeah. 
and that's why they're going to run you. Uh, I will say on average, the uh, web store exclusive nowadays is probably going to run you somewhere between 85 and a hundred dollars typically on average us dollars. Um, it's usually, that's just the, the nature of it. Obviously there are others that have a little bit more accessories, more, more items that it comes with. So those are a little bit more expensive, but a typical figure like this that has your basic accessories and the character is going to run you in that, in that kind of number. Yep. So, uh, I think that covers the news that we wanted to bring you. So from time to time, we're going to try and do these little, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, like mini episodes, not really an episode, but just where we kind of can bring you news, especially when there's so much news coming out. As Brian had mentioned, we try and post things on our Facebook page as soon as we can. We try and include links so you guys can order them. Um, it's hard when, when, you know, something like Hasbro to post all the links to everywhere. So usually, uh, you know, we're going to try and get what we can up there but we're really trying to make sure that there's a resource for the collectors to go out and find the things that they're looking for. And we just want to thank everybody who's downloaded the show, who's reached out to us uh, with feedback and who's listened to the show. We thank you. And you know, if you, uh, if you like the show, let your friends know, cause we would love to, uh, we would love to have them join us too. And make sure you, you leave that feedback that Chris just mentioned. If you like it, let us know. If there's something we can work on to make it better for you, let us know. We're open to feedback. So please let us know how we can make sure to give you the information and the stylish show that you're looking to hear. So uh, we, we hope to really make it a fun experience for you once a month. And in these in-between times, we'll give you these little kind of micro check-ins and let you know what's going on in the world of toys and collectibles. So, uh, that does it for us this time, uh, but uh, we thank you guys for uh, joining us for this kind of thrill of the hunt special. Um, but I'm Brian. I'm Chris. And, and we is... wish you well. Yes, and join us on June 15th for our next episode. And we wish you well on your hunt. <laughs>